0: Irene, congratulations. Super happy for you. Uh, and thank you. How we start these episodes is like a little intro about yourself. I know a group of you that you went to law school with. I've met a few of you. Another one in the group, I don't know if we should say her name, but she passed as well. So that's really great. And you know, actually, I was telling my daughter about you three. Uh-huh. And I was saying, yeah, hopefully they all pass. And we do like this three of you in the screen talking about the experience in the journey. I know that you're working now very closely with someone. So yeah. Please.
1: My name is Irene Nunez. I work with my family. My dad is an attorney. He does criminal defense. We have a family practice. My dad's been here about 45 years in the same city in Huntington Park. My sister's also an attorney. She does family law. Oh,
0: I didn't know about her. Did she
1: work with Yes. We all work together. Family and- business. Uh-huh. My mom's also here. She's the one who gets all the money. She's the real boss, if you ask me. So my journey in the legal field, I guess, starts as a child i'm six years old going to my dad's trials and just watching him argue and watching him command the courtroom with the things that he would say and leaving the other parties stunned and just the way that everybody looked at him was just something that i i just loved since i was a child and i would sit there i'm six listening to his opening arguments listening to his closing arguments and he would ask me for feedback I'm just a kid so many times people don't even listen to kids or think they have anything of substance to say and here I am pitching in and chiming in little ideas that he would actually say that's a good way to look at it I didn't think about that and the first time he told me that that was a good thought that he didn't think of I was like oh, okay I'm you now I might be a little good at this so every night that he would be doing working on trial briefs or closing arguments or anything I would love to be there and Tell them, oh, read it to me. Let me hear what you have. How about this? How about that? And just like that, my whole life became wanting to become an attorney.
0: That's great. I'm always talking about my daughter nonstop. But it's just great to hear this relationship with your dad and how it's inspired you and put you on the path to where you are now. So I did see your website for the law office. Uh And I saw this post that your dad made. And it said something like, oh, here's my daughter next in line to take over the office. Office. Do you remember that post?
1: Uh, no, he says it all the time. He's okay. very serious okay. That.
0: okay, that's a lot of pressure, right? It is. It's is a lot of pressure. It's not like he's meaning to do that, or is he? You could correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> the amount of pressure that it puts on someone, whether you want it or not. Well, anyways, I'll let you.
1: It's a lot of pressure, but more than pressure, it is the biggest motivator. My dad is number one. It's not like if this wasn't for me that he would be putting that pressure on. My brother's not an attorney it's not for him. He doesn't like it. Zero interest. He doesn't have it, <laughs> right? This was for me. You have a daughter, you know when she has her life goals and dreams and you're going to know if that's actually for her, you're going to be number one supporter, right? Yes. So him saying next in line, next in line, it's just an additional motivating factor of, that adds to the fact that I would never give up. It's just yep. something that I've been beyond blessed that I have something to fall back on. You know, I'm not just only starting and then trying to go get it. I have a job, you know, next in line. Now, yeah, thankfully, I'm proud of that fact. You now that was always consistently in the back of my head like my dad needs me the office needs me I need to get together I am next in line
0: thank you for sharing and explaining that it's very heartwarming to hear that so how many times did it take you to pass you don't mind me asking four times
1: disgusting pressure my sister passed on the first time so that was a thing (laughs) only to me though because everyone that's actually taking the bar says it doesn't really matter you pass you pass Yes. and once you pass nobody cares how many times it took you but it took me four times right. and that was disheartening and that was rough for me because prior to that I had never really failed at anything so the BART mm-hmm. is so many things it's definitely a humbling experience right yep. like I have always excelled academically I'm not proud to say but with very little studying things mm-hmm. just came to me I have a photographic memory mm-hmm. I can repeat things almost verbatim and I've just always been that way
0: so one thing too I was looking back at our emails and there was many. So <laughs> In the group, she goes. Well, I know Irene, and she's super competitive. And and then I <laughs> said it back to you too, and we were joking about it. And that competition is something that's really great too. Not to talk too much about the app, but that's the way I've done the app. Like where you <laughs> could see where you're at in the cohort. So
1: that's what I loved about the app. That's why I actually joined the app. Once my friend said, now "You can see how other people are doing." Okay, I want to know how everybody's doing. I want to know where I'm at in comparison to everybody else, and then that will push me because I am competitive. You know, yeah. totally.
0: I think it doesn't have to be where competition is where you succeed and others have to fail. You can all succeed, right? That's why the competition is good in this sense. Everyone pushes to the finish line and hopefully right. we all pass and we all win. What was your lowest point in bar prep? would you say?
1: I don't feel like I really had a lowest point. My whole life was full of low points like consistent. I had a new low point. So there were just a lot of different factors that were very hard to get through that I would consider to be low points. For one, one of my uncles passed away. He was an excellent litigator. um, Victor Toscano, this huge driving force in my life. Side note, my family is full of attorneys. This particular uncle, excellent in civil procedure, eager to test out my evidentiary objections. Probably the reason why I did well on products liability on this bar exam. These are his feel. And he was so, so very proud. And like in tears when he knew I was taking the bar exam and he passed away. And his funeral was one day before I sat for the first exam. And that was very hard for me to focus on. It was harder for me. The fact that during the funeral, I couldn't be as available to my family as I wanted to be. I couldn't be as involved in the funeral as I would have liked to have been. I couldn't even stay for the full funeral. The exam was the very next day. So these are certain low points, just family things, life that you just can't avoid and you have to just keep pushing. I have carpal tunnel. I have tendinitis, tendal There were quite a few times where my hand would literally just like Law up and typing was so so hard. I remember one time specifically that I was writing essays with one finger, just plunking down at a time. That was a low point.
0: And you have to keep pushing.
1: Have to. There is no other option. Then there was a time a week and a half before one of the bar exams where my computer completely gave out on me. It's called the butterfly screen, and according to Apple, it's a freak incident. Could be repaired in 14 to 21 days. I didn't have 14 to 21 days. Is this a potential
0: product liability? Oh Are, yeah,
1: they'll still be hearing from me. All of of these things and these are all low points but every single time that you come to a low point you just have to find a way around it when I had my claw and I couldn't type I suddenly remembered I could do voice text I'm voice texting my essays I lost everything on my computer I think okay well worst case scenario I can write no I can't write because I have a claw I need to go buy a new laptop okay bought a new laptop there's always ways around things as low as it seems what's for you I don't think anybody can ever take away from you I was going to complete everything so any low point that I would face would just remind me that I had to find my way out of it and a way around it and continue.
0: The other obstacle that you had that I got to mention too is I would see you going in the app really hard. You're passing everyone out, going over everyone, doing levels three at a time, four at a time, and then you would stop. And then so I would check in with you and you had these really bad migraines that were debilitating. But I think you would get back into it again <laughs> is the point, right?
1: Uh-huh. I have chronic migraines and literally debilitating that I would have to... To be in a room in complete darkness and complete silence everything hurts my eyes are pounding my head gets so swollen it's funny it gets so swollen, and you can literally see like almost as if I had horns right like pressure coming out and I guess because of all of the pressure it makes me I think I told you it makes me feel dumb like I can't even do a full sentence right I can't think I can't anything I would try and quiz myself and it would seem as if I had a complete lapse of memory so mm-hmm. that happened quite a few times and it's triggered with stress nothing is more stressful than state bar right so I'm just consistently having these chronic migraines and what I learned to do was just I would completely tap out for one or two days not do anything and just try and regain my strength and then just be completely committed like okay the third day is gonna hurt a little and it's still gonna be hard I'm going to just get back in it and then the reason why I would do so many at a time is because I know that I know at the end of this week I'm gonna be tapped out so I need to give everything I can right now so I can have a little room a little cushion
0: definitely I like that and I say that too. So for this time in this group for February, there's a lot of holidays coming up. What better way to put pressure on yourself to get it in now and kind of be more relaxed about it some holidays you did put in the work. So thank you for that pro tip. What was something that you think helped you to pass this time to make it over? I heard you were incredibly close the time before. I know the one person I talked to was super close to, I think 20 points to 1390 or less than 20 points. So I have a feeling you were very close as well
1: that time that i did get very close making it to second rate was very very hard for me because i saw my scores i knew i was just there and had i had let's say a kinder greater it would have Mm -hmm. passed it would have already been here It would have saved six months of my life or however long and it's disheartening but reality check it wasn't good enough so i looked at everything all of my lowest scoring topics i focused primarily on those i know my strengths i think by the time you get to the bar everyone knows kind of what their strengths are a lot of times your strengths feel good and law is comforting, right? But the Civ Pro and the Con Law, I was not getting that well. They were my lowest consistent scoring subjects. So I was doing mini MBEs, mini quizzes of just those. And then once I got in those, I dug deeper in and I would find the subtopics from there that I kept consistently doing worse on. And then I would just make essays of that. So towards the end of my bar prep, it's literally, I'm just quizzing myself on the worst things, things that are hardest for me.
0: Not to be cheesy or corny but you're drilling you're drilling on your weak areas, right. so that you have less weaknesses
1: right so that's mbe wise essay wise what i got most from you why i did so well on my essays because initially i was always a good writer right my first bar i had strong essays low mbes second bar i'm focusing on mbes high mbes my essays fell the third bar i'm there both are decent but just not good enough so this last time i was focusing a lot on my fact headers yes. and that was big because i Time you're a little lost on an essay, or you get a little confused, or you don't know exactly what it is that they need. I'm literally just pulling out the facts. Okay, sense of this. Here's a heading. Thank what you. do I know about? And whatever it is, I know something about this. By this point, you know a little something about everything, hopefully. Enough yeah. to write a sentence, right? Right, so I, right. Here's a fact. Everything is there for a reason. Make this a header. What can I write about it? If I don't have anything else, I move on. I'm not losing time. I just keep it pushing. But I know I'm picking up so many points by just addressing every issue that's there. So yes. that was something that that I was very cognizant of on this last bar. Excellent. That was a very, very strong point for my essays, I guarantee it.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Irene, for bringing that up. <laughs> you probably got 1,800, <laughs> 1,900 out of 2,000. What were some things you could say about waiting for results? Did you get into the second read once? Yes. Okay, so that time you were really close, that was the first time you got into the second read, and yes. then you passed? Yes. Okay, I'm just trying to do a timeline. and But
1: my score was improving every single time.
0: To see see yourself improving but then coming so close how did that make you feel?
1: I felt like I was robbed okay so every time that I checked and I had failed I had like zero emotion I'm like a stoic kind of person right so I see fail I'm like all right let's go eat and nothing I can do about it I have to start studying again I have to sign up again no big deal that time it said fail all right and then I looked at my scores and it was like a delayed reaction I'm like oh my goodness I was so close I cried that time I was so close I could taste it. First
0: time you've Cried, right? Yes. It was because you came so close.
1: Yeah. I didn't cry. I was right. And I was like, I was so close. And it was just for like one second of pissed. I'm just so mad. I was so close. But I just feel like so much is about perspective, right? I cried for one second, like ghost like one solid tear. And then I smiled because the next one's mine. That's it. I was, and it was. It anyway. really was. So you fall, you get back up stronger, faster every single time. So the time period of that, my sadness, or you know, however I felt, it was quickly replaced by the pride and the joy that I knew I was going to make the next one mine. Strategically, if I'm going up leaps and bounds every single time, this next one is mine. As long as I don't stray from what I've been doing, the next one's mine. That's it. So, being second read was a little hard, but it was super
0: motivating. I think the anxiety for results also goes up because you know you're so close. You're even more stressed out.
1: When I was waiting for the results all the other times, I was super stressed out. I was on Reddit like a maniac like 10 times a day, <laughs> you know, and okay, advice for people taking it. Stay off with. Reddit, because nobody knows what they're talking about, and then you get in your head and you start doubting yourself, and you just don't need to be there. What's done is done. You have no business trying to figure out things after the fact. Before knowing that I passed on prior occasions, I would be on Reddit. I would look up all of the bar exams on YouTube. Whoever wants to dissect it, whoever wants to discuss it, I'm tuning in for hours at a time, listening to what everybody has to say about it. That was before. This time, surprisingly, I didn't. I didn't even know what day results came out. I gave it my best. I studied my ass off. I prayed about it. I knew this was for me. I knew it was going to happen. I knew when it's my time, it's my time. There was no doubt that I was going to get it at some point, And I was fairly confident that it was going to be this time. Everything about this bar experience was just different to me from the minute I walked to the building. I'm kind of funny. My like golf of vibes and feelings and stuff. I took my exam at a new location in Ontario prior to that. I was in Pasadena, the new location. I saw it. It made me smile. I walked up to the building and I put my hand on it. But I just took a deep breath and something inside me said, this is it. This is the time. So I guess you just have to really consistently believe in yourself. Like that was me telling myself, you've got it this time. So I just went with that. And I did feel like I was going to pass this exam this time. But of course, you can't say that because whoever knows, I thought I was going to pass the first time.
0: Just to speak a little on Ontario versus Pasadena for the Southern California people. I always took it in Ontario. I know that building in that area and that double tree shout out to Doubletree. tree a little too well but the great thing about Ontario there's nothing out there and it's just this convention center and the airport and you're just there for the bar exam and everyone else that's around there is there for the bar exam so whereas I heard Pasadena is kind of very busy oh it's Pasadena right pretty close to downtown LA just up to 110 so I guess what I'm saying is even though Ontario is the last place to fill up
1: the vibe at Ontario so so much better yeah thing about ontario is so much better and double tree gives you cookies Yes,
0: yes. The parking lot is connected. You just walk over. It's just very chill. And they're used to all these bar examinees. So they put you away from the pool. A nice breakfast. I just wanted to say the positives of Ontario because I know a lot of people get bummed. They don't get Pasadena. I just wanted to mention that.
1: I feel like the Ontario location is much bigger also. There were several rooms. There were quite a few people that I found out actually tested in Ontario and I never saw them. So that's how big this place is in Pasadena. We're jammed, packed in there like little sardines and everybody looks like a zombie and everybody's miserable and crying and Pasadena's a little sad, I think.
0: Like the vibes are better in Ontario for you, right? Absolutely. Okay, that's a great tip. Especially the repeaters because Pasadena is probably already full or they have to wait list for it.
1: I had already decided, even if I did not pass this exam, I was taking it in Ontario again.
0: Oh, okay. Another pro tip from me this time is you can always make your booking at the hotel and just cancel it without uh, 48 hours before you have to mm-hmm. check in. So if you are so inclined, a lot of people like to get prepared, just book that Double Tree. I really think it's one of the best hotels in that area to stay at no. for the part-time. So did you have any negative family members, friends, or loved ones that you can talk about?
1: I didn't have any negative family members or friends. However, I do have people who don't know the process and who would tell me, oh, well, you just got to really want it or dedicate yourself next time. And co- these comments would enrage me. I'm telling you, I, this has been my dream since I was sick. Like, how dare you tell me that I just need to study harder or try more? I'm doing everything that I can. So they were not negative people. They're telling me things because they love me because they care but I think that you're just so stressed out when you're taking the exam that certain things can be taken a little more personally or
0: I think it changes you too as a person because you're a different person I think when you have all this stress from the bar exam like (laughs) I wish I wish I could go back and tell everyone that wasn't me this is more me now you know (laughs) so we're here on the last question right in time which is good because for the bar exam not to be annoying bar prep guy but you kind of have to work with the time you're given and get it in and that's what we're doing with this podcast because you have the heart out in five minutes so is there anything you want to say in these last few minutes to someone that's studying for the bar exam in the future
1: okay well first congratulations you're taking the bar exam you've made it this far that's awesome you have to study hard the bar exam is quite a beast unlike anything that probably you've ever done before but the bar exam is a beast so are you something that i did was consistently i envisioned myself passing the bar envision myself getting sworn in. I, mean, I envisioned myself graduating from law school. That person would already be there. You just have to keep setting goals for yourself and know that you are going to attain them as long as you don't give up. Sometimes you fail the exam. Sometimes you miss bubble or sometimes a lack of sleep or sometimes you just can't focus completely. Sometimes you know something and it just is not there momentarily. And you freeze up and you walk out of the exam and everything comes to you and you're like, man, that sucked. You know what that happened? But you can't give up. You just have to drill consistently. The drills is extremely important. Everything has to be drilled in so, so strong that even if you have a momentary lapse, which I had several times, then I would move on and it would come back to me. Running back, let me type this back in. As long as the information is there, it will come back up. Bar exam, stressful. Breathe, relax, do something good for yourself. Meditate, work out, try and take off a little bit of the stress. Focus on yourself. Make sure that you're healthy. You take a break when you're tired. You nap when you must. For the first exam, I was studying about 18 hours a day. Not helpful at all because at the end of the day, I'm a zombie not even remembering what I did or what I wrote. Just eager to check things off of my list and say that I did them. That's not beneficial. This last time for the bar exam, I had a set schedule. I was asleep by 10 o'clock. No matter what, start at 6, do my day however I am, but by 10 o'clock, I'm out. I need sleep. Sleep is extremely important. I needed water. I needed vitamins. I needed sunlight. You need to stay healthy so you can stay focused. So you sleep if you have to, you cry if you have to, but you never give up. And if you fall, and you fail, that's life. You get up, you readjust, you look at what you did wrong, look at where your lowest points were, focus on those, but don't give up on what you did right because that was the first mistake I had, but you just focus a little bit more and each time you just try and get better. Consistency is what is going to help you pass this exam. Believing in yourself, I've been blessed with a very, very strong supportive family, husband, a very strong support system. Not everybody has that, but you can be your own support system, be your number one fan, know that you've got this and just keep up. Up. I mean, that's it. The only way to truly fail this is to give up. And if you just continue taking it, eventually you will pass. That's it. You've got this. And then whenever you pass, then I can't wait to see you in court. Thank you so much, Irene.
0: I'll put your email if that's okay with you. Yeah. People can email you. Yeah, if, for sure. If they have a question. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Uh, we'll end it off like that. Thank you. All so-
1: right. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I'll a picture when I get sworn in.
0: Yes, please. Every day, every day like all right. Every night just one day. On my mind, I'm just waiting on that moment.
1: Waiting on my moment. He said, Oh, you
0: got that out oh, here? Hell no, next time that's mine, As long as I stay hustling, I'm gonna shine. I'm just waiting on that moment. Waiting on my moment. Not
1: like that.